semi-casual MMA show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Welcome back to another episode of the semi-casual MMA show. I'm your host, Jared Brosnan. Today, we are joined by a very special guest. He was a two-time All-American wrestler and a Division II national champion at the University of Pittsburgh, Johnstown. Currently, he is looking to extend his undefeated record against Johnny Soto on March 11th at Bellator 276. Even though he's just getting started, it's clear that he'll be terrorizing the featherweight division for years to come. Please welcome American Top Team's Cody Law. How you doing today, Cody? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Happy to have you on the show. Uh, so the last time we saw you in action was back in November where you won by first round knockout. How are you feeling coming off of such a dominant win? Well, good, man. I'm, you know, I'm excited to get back in there. It feels like it's been a long time, even though it's only been a couple months. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's definitely one of the longer layoffs we've seen since you started your professional career, but that's not saying too much given the fact that you, you fought almost yeah. five times in in, uh, in one calendar year. Is that something that, that you're beginning to expect for, for the rest of your career, that there'll be a bit more of a layoff? Yeah, I think that's kind of the natural progression of things. You know, as you get up the ladder and tougher opponents, you usually can't fight five times a year, but we'll see what happens. So just circling, just circling back to uh, your last performance, we saw you a lot more confident in the stand-up. Uh, that I think is something that we know that you have the wrestling background, but uh, we definitely saw you dominating the stand-up and rain down a lot of ground and pound. Is that something that you've been working on in training camp uh, beforehand to really hone in those skills? Yeah, I mean, always. Since since I since I started MMA, I've been trying to be the best at stand-up too, and, and that's exciting for, for me and for the fans. So I'm always looking to get better in stand-up, and I, I think I'm making pretty good improvements right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, so all of your professional bouts have been with Bellator. And congratulations. I know you recently just signed a new contract with them. Um, how has your relationship with the company been over these past two years? It's been good. I mean, I'm happy, of course. They're, they give me lots of fights and, you know, I'm making money and, and being active. I couldn't be happier. And then even though I know you're still super young in the sport, uh, there's still there's a lot of guys in the top 10 that I think you match up really well against. Uh, do you want Bellator to start giving you those ranked fighters in the near future, or do you want them to give you a little bit more experience before you start climbing that ladder? Um, I don't really think about it too much. You know, I just, I'm letting them kind of put me through the natural progression of, of what, what they see fit, put put it in the hands of Bellator and my coaches and see what happens. I'll be, I'll be fighting those guys sooner, sooner or later. And, you know, I'll be ready when I do. Definitely. And uh, just, to, just to circle back a little bit for your college career, uh, you were extremely successful as a, as a college wrestler. But uh, my question is, what led to you wanting to transfer to University of Pittsburgh, Johnstown? Um, There's a lot of personal um, decisions I had to make. And uh, I just wasn't, I wasn't super happy where I was at in my, in my life and in my career when I was there. You know, obviously I, there were things that I loved and it was, it was a tough decision for me, but I, you know, I just felt like maybe that was the right decision. And ultimately it was, you know, I, I was really, really happy. I, I decided to do that. It was kind of relieved right away immediately. And then once I got there, I realized this was the right place for me. And, and then even right now today, I still feel like, wow, thank God I did that. You know, with, without that decision, I wouldn't have met my coach who kind of helped me get into MMA in the first place, Isaac Greeley. Um, a UPJ alum. So a lot of things, but I'm really happy I did it. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like you got that success right off the bat, but 
towards the end of your time in college, I know you were able to end off on a high note, which not a lot of people get to do. So what was it like to finish your college wrestling, wrestling career with that national championship victory? It was non-negotiable. You know, if, if I hadn't won, I, I don't know, man, I think I would still be depressed right mm -hmm. now, but uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure when it's your final match, you haven't gotten it done and you have one more chance. You know, if I lose that one, it's don't get another shot. So I'm happy, but I still think I should be a two-time champ. So that's, it's bittersweet, you know? Do you ever see yourself going back to wrestling, maybe trying out for the Olympic team or something like that? I, I used to, I used to think about that a lot, you know, but uh, I think MMA just, it requires so much time and, and devotion that the, the, the time I would have to take to stop fighting and go back to wrestling, I would lose a lot of, of opportunities here in fighting because I'm still learning. I'm still just getting started. You know, I need, I need every day that I have to get better at fighting. Definitely. I know you had mentioned uh, previously that you met your, your coach at, while you were at University of Pittsburgh, Johnstown. And I know you had mentioned in interviews in the past that he was part of the reason why you decided to take some amateur fights before you're rushing into mm -hmm. professional career. So how uh, development, how instrumental was that to your development, being able to get some of those amateur fights in before you started? Oh man, it was huge. I, I always tell people, people that I'm close to that are getting into fighting, they always talk about going straight to pro and I, and I always recommend doing amateur fights. The more, the better, really. I mean, I, I felt like five was the sweet spot for me. Uh, I was fortunate enough to not have any fights fall through a lot. I know a lot of people go through that in the amateur scene where guys are pulling out left and right. Somehow it didn't happen to me, but fighting amateur, you know, it was really important. Your first time being in a fight, that was my first time ever fighting anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't want that to be on the big stage professionally, you know? So I was happy to do it in incremental steps and get that experience starting out with shorter rounds, then longer rounds, do some boxing matches. My last amateur fight was basically a pro pro fight minus the time. It was a bit shorter than a normal pro fight, but it was a good progression. And when I did go pro, I was, I was pretty, pretty prepared. Definitely. And I think, do you, do you think that if, had you not taken those five amateur fights and gone straight to professional, do you think that you'd still be in the situation you're at with Bellator now? Or do you think that you may have been on some of those regional scenes and then worked your way up to Bellator or UFC? Yeah, I think I would have, I would have had to have done the regional scene. I'm, I'm not so sure that Bellator would have signed me. Maybe they would have, I, I can't really speak for them, but I don't think it would have been the right decision for me. You know, I needed some fights mm -hmm. under my belt. Yeah, and those, those amateur fights, they didn't just attract the attention of Bellator. They also attracted the attention of American Top Team. I know you've been training over with them. What has it been like to train under Mike Brown and all those talented fighters over there? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a dream come true, you know. I, I used to watch guys like – I used to watch the, the embedded videos with Mike Brown on them and, and all these other guys, the guys that I'm training with every day, my coaches. I've watched so many countless hours worth of film on these guys. And so when I first got there to be in the room with them was, was a weird experience. You know, it was almost like, I can't believe this is really happening. And now it's also weird because I'm friends with these guys and it's normal. And just a short time ago, it was, it was just them on the TV screen, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but it's been amazing. Mike, Mike Brown's the best coach in MMA, in my opinion. And the other coaches at the gym are, are so good at what they do. And obviously I think we have the, we have the best lineup of all mm -hmm. the gyms in MMA with, with the guys we have. So, it's hard not to get better here. Who was the, uh, you mentioned that you were a little bit starstruck when you first walked in the door there. Who were, who was the person that, that had you the most surprised just to finally see them in person, not on a TV screen anymore? 
Um, I guess maybe. Well, I came I came down to help Masvidal get ready mm-hmm. for uh, the first Usman fight, and so I think I walked in the door the first. I went we went to Dan's house the first night, and and George was there, and I was like, this is crazy, you know. And then even in the gym the next day, I think seeing Mike for the first time, Mike Brown and George, and uh, I th- maybe those guys. Those are the those are the guys I was with at first. I mean, everybody really, but. Mm-hmm. Those guys I've watched so much, and then to see him in person was was crazy. You just mentioned Masvidal, and as all MMA fans know, he's got a huge fight coming up against Colby Covington. There's a lot yeah. of bad blood there, I know, with the former relationship with Colby Covington and American Top Team. So, how do you see your teammate getting that fight done? Yeah, man, we're, he's looking good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a first round KO. You know, maybe another flying knee. That'd be that'd be something, right? Yeah, let's hope so. I fucking we'll hate Colby Covington, so I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, pulling for, for him. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, and then I know that uh, you've also been getting a lot of rounds in with guys like Pedro Munoz and Marlon Marais. Uh, what have you yeah. learned from those two legendary bantamweights, uh, either inside the cage or outside of it? Um, I just get really good rounds with them. You know, like you, you kind of learn that the, the higher level the guy, the the better sparring partner they are. I can go like endless amounts of rounds with Marlon and Pedro and not get hurt. You know, mm-hmm. it's just intense enough to where we're getting good work, but we're not hurting each other. And um, I learned, I learned about calf kicks from Pedro. That's, that's a lesson I learned. You know, Pedro, Pedro taught me how serious and how real calf kicks are when I first came to the gym and uh, I've gotten pretty good at checking calf kicks because of Pedro. So there's, there's one thing at least. Well, there you go. And uh, I know that, you get back in there on March 11th at Bellator 276. So how have you felt your camp has been in preparation for this fight? It's been great. You know, uh, I'm kind of always in camp when I'm in Florida. Uh, I go home to Pennsylvania for a bit after every fight. But once I get back here, I'm just in camp. So I was already training before I knew I had a fight, uh, as if I had a fight, because that's just what we do out here. And it's good, man. It's hard. Some weeks are harder than others, but I get great sparring and I'm ready to roll. How is that having your family back up in Pennsylvania while you're training down in, in Florida? Does it make it tough to be constantly going back between the two? No, this is normal for me. You know, it's, um, it's not like I have a wife and kids that I'm, that I'm leaving. Um, it's, it's just my uh, immediate family, you know, my, my mom and my, my siblings, people like that. But I, I, I love them. I love to go home to them. You know, after fights, it's nice to take a little break for a week or two and just be back in my home. And, and then it's nice to come out here and be isolated and just have one purpose, you know, training and getting ready for fights. So it's a good balance I have right now. That's awesome. Well, uh, your opponent, Johnny Soto, I know he, unlike some of your other opponents, has had some fights at Bellator before. How do you feel you match up with him stylistically? I think he's a perfect matchup for me. Just that's, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Perfect matchup. I know you don't want you probably don't want to give any of the game plan going into it, but yeah, we expecting a quick finish here. Yeah, I think he's a tough guy. I think I think he's gonna hang in there. You know, I, I think he can take a shot, but you know, we'll see. I'm getting better, so uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Definitely. And how many times do you think we can expect to see you in the in the cage for the rest of 2022? At least three times, hopefully four. We'll see. I want to be busy. You know, hopefully maybe maybe March, June, September, December. Maybe maybe one of those is a quick turnaround. Who knows? Well, hopefully, hopefully I know uh, going up to Connecticut's probably not your favorite place to fight, but I'm from Massachusetts, so 
hoping that you get a fight booked up in uh, at the Mohegan Sun down there so I can go check it out because Florida is a little bit too far. And I know I think your fight coming up is in Missouri, if I'm not mistaken. Missouri. So that's a little that's a little tough for me to get down for a, uh, a broke college kid, but I can make no. it to, to Connecticut for sure. So uh, I love the Connecticut fights. Yeah. Is it is it nice going there? Because I know that's more of like Bellator's home base. Is it nice to fight out of out of the Mohegan Sun? Yeah, I wish I would fight there every time. Honestly, at this, either there or Florida, because mm-hmm. Florida is like 20 minutes from my apartment uh, at the Hard Rock. But Connecticut, I like because my first, my first four fights were there. Mm-hmm. So every time it was like, this is the routine. We stay, we stay in the casino, walk downstairs, go fight. You know, it's it's amazing, and it's not super far from PA, so it's a quick flight home. It's nice. It's probably a nice place to celebrate after all those victories you had too, right at the casino there. Yeah, we're right there in a casino. You don't have to worry about driving anywhere. It's that's my favorite place to fight outside of uh, the Hard Rock here in Florida. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully for your next flight, uh, you'll be you'll be coming back up to Connecticut, and I'll be able to see you live. But uh, yeah, just one last question for you. And I know you had mentioned in an interview in the past you like the no nickname, but I gotta ask: Have you reconsidered giving yourself a nickname at this point? Nope. Nope. This is my name. I'm nope, just sticking with it, just like the Nate Diaz, the Nick Diaz, just just Cody Law. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's actually more marketable than some stupid nickname, you know, that I just made up just to have a nickname, you know, that is true. I see the thing is the fact that you got law is the last name. I just feel like there's yeah. so much to work with there, but at the same time, it could come off, you know, kind of corny too, I guess, if you don't pick the right one, but you know, maybe yeah. something like divine law, natural law, something like that. I'm sure, you know, you shouldn't be taking career advice from me. That's for sure. But <laughs> you know, those are a couple of suggestions in case you change your mind. Well, I appreciate it, man. We'll see. I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> but uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show today, man. It was great yep. to catch up with you and best of luck in your next fight and all your future fights. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Anytime, anytime.